Both trap yourselves in. I'm gonna make a jump to life speed. Hey! You escape. My name is Barry Allen, and I am the fastest. Right. Another name day. you might know me by. Star. My name is Oliver Queen. You'll be hearing facts. From the strategic homeland. Just call us Shield. Your Highness. The transmission we received. What is it they've sent us? Help. And here we go. Excelsior! Well, here we are broadcasting live from the Blackbird. It is the Geek Show. The Blackbird? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we can call it the Blackbird. Yeah. Isn't that the, that's the X-Men show? That's the X-Men's plane. The yeah, Blackbird. The Blackbird. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my name is BJ. With me is Big Reach. Reach? Big Reach. R- Big Rich. Hi. I've gone Scandinavian. <laughs> uh, this is the Geek Show episode number. I'm not 57. Sure. All right. 57. All right. Episode 57 of the Geek Show. Um, thank you for tuning in and joining us uh, wherever you have found us. If you found us on the stream, on YouTube, or Facebook, if you found us uh, via Podcastpedia, Stitcher, iTunes, the iHeartRadio app. Yeah. Um, you know, any way that you have found us. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're all over the place. Yeah, we are. If you're watching the live stream, you'll notice I've got green behind me. It's because my chroma key for some uh, setting doesn't work. So okay. the magic is gone. Ah, it's it's over. It's I fake. Don't know. It's yeah. fake. It's all fake. But I, I've been meaning to. I, I've been wanting to change out the green screen for a black. Yeah. Kind of thing. I actually I want a real wall back there <laughs> that, that yeah, I can yeah. put shelves and stuff up. So right. I got a ton of memorabilia over there that I can't do anything with. Lots of fun stuff. Yeah, I you know, my award from work and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, what are you going to do? Fancy rich. Yeah, fancy. Fancy schmancy here. We're fancy schmancy up here in yeah. upstate New York. Um, So the reason why we're broadcasting from the Blackbird is because we wanted to kind of talk about some of this Fox Disney stuff. Yes. Uh, to start the show off. Very big news um, there. Because, um, what was it, a couple months ago it was uh, 100% solidified that Disney had acquired the movie and television properties from 21st yeah. Century Fox. Yeah. You did, did you notice how everybody, the, there's rumors flying, there's rumors flying. Yeah. Fox and, no, there's nothing like that going on. No, nothing to nothing to see here. Leslie Nielsen telling you to move along. It was the same exact thing that happened. With when, Sony. Yeah, Sony and Spider-Man. <laughs> it's like the rumor was out there and then nothing. And then it was Wrong like, well, it's people. pretty much a done deal. And yep. then... We found out it was a done deal. Yep. Um, so, yeah. So, that means that Disney, who also happens to own Marvel, mm-hmm. um, now has under their belt um, the ability to, I would assume, do things with people in the X-Men and the Fantastic Four universe. Right. Now, the question is, because of the way the MCU is set up, yeah, where they have basically, they don't have mutants, yeah, are we going to see MCU... Are we going to see a fusion of this now? Is I mean, is everything that Brian Singer has done and has mm-hmm. built up to now, is that going away? Are we going to now see, you know, are, are we going to see somebody else playing Wolverine in the MCU? Yeah, and if that's a big know. shoes to fill, if that's the case. Exactly. Hugh Jackman is no slouch. I just don't, I just, uh, at this point in time, I don't know if it's, if it's necessary to bring it into the current MCU. I think it would make it a little bit wonky. It would be kind of you know, confusing, I think. You know, yeah. we can't just shoehorn them in just because you can. Well, no. Um, you know, it would be cool. Like, Many have tried. You know, yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, but that, you know, there was some news last week with some Fox properties coming out. Um, Deadpool 2 got its release date. It's yep. going to be May 18th, which is interesting because we haven't even seen a trailer for it yet. Yeah, not really you too know? much. I mean, we've seen a lot of those little funny videos that, that Ryan likes to right. do. I like the Bob Ross one. Right. That was good. I'm just waiting. So now I'm just anxiously sitting there waiting to see 
well, when the heck are we going to get a trailer for this? Yeah. You know what I mean? I want to see I want to see some stuff. And, you know, we've seen the teaser images of there's, Josh Brolin as Cable, the Thanksgiving photo. Yeah, but... there's, there's, no big, there's no big cons coming up that they can throw this out at. No, I mean, all really. I can think of is maybe we get the trailer before Black Panther, which comes out in February. Oh, wait a minute. Right? Wait a minute. No, wait a minute. Super Bowl. Super Bowl would be that's a good that is a good thing good sports knowledge Rich yeah Rich gets a medal go sports ball yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah the Super Bowl is coming up maybe my Philadelphia Eagles will be in it we'll have to wait and see I I have nothing to brag about my Jets suck (laughs) sorry (laughs) um uh but yeah no man the Super Bowl that could be good Deadpool teaser during the Super Bowl but you know kind of interesting what what has been happening with some of this Disney owned properties is like it either gets the big premiere during Good Morning America or Jimmy Kimmel gets the exclusive. I think Jimmy, I bet you know? Jimmy Kimmel's going to get the exclusive for Deadpool just because Deadpool is nowhere near yeah. Good Morning America no. kind of content. No. no way. Ryan Reynolds, no. Right. He, he, he would he would whip his genitalia out. I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering like when we get it and how we get it and does the fact that Disney now owns 20th, 21st Century Fox and the movies and the television, does that have any effect on the release dates of these films? Because May 18th is pretty close to when Avengers Infinity War is coming out. Um, obviously, you're going to get people that are going to be going to see both of those movies. They're not going to pick one or the other. Yeah. If anything, they're going to go see them both on the same weekend or the same day. Possibly. You know what I mean? Like That's just how people roll these days. Maybe, maybe, we'll get, maybe Disney will get creative and actually do like a real like a double feature by you know that would be crazy i doubt that for, yeah i mean but still that'd be kind of yeah. cool or maybe the theaters might be able to do it they might have the ability to to set that kind of thing up i don't know did you, did you see all the stipulations that they had put in place for star wars at some oh, of these God, theaters yes so it's, it's has it's, to play in the getting main, ridiculous the main theater for this many weeks and if we find out that you took it out you can no longer play it and all this other stuff it's pretty, it's, pretty it's, crazy it's getting it's getting right. really stupid for that yeah. kind of stuff very stupid. And I'm a big Star Wars. And we're going to talk about Last Jedi later on in the yeah. show. But honestly, it, that kind of stuff is getting really... It's it's stupid. I mean, it's like it's like all the writers you hear about from all the musicians. Right. You know, who's the one that wanted nothing but green... You know, every, all the colors of the M&Ms, but no green ones or something like right. that. Right. So or no the, brown ones. Who's the green M&M picker out? Yeah, how do you who's get that, that job? Who's that dude? Yeah, how you do know? you get that job? Uh, he's sitting there with tweezers and he's... Give it to Billy! Billy, pick out the green M&Ms! Give it to Mikey. He'll eat anything. <laughs> yeah. Go do that, man. I saw him eat a. I saw him eat a mouse one time on on the Grateful Dead tour one if back I in seventy. Up, if I pick out the green M and M's, you guys let me come on stage. Yeah, whatever, Billy. Yeah, comes time to come on stage. <laughs> Billy doesn't get to go on stage. Throw, throw him out, and he can crowd surf and get <laughs> yeah, dropped. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I, I'm curious about that. They also pushed the date of the new Mutants movie. Yeah. Um, which is starring uh, Maisie Williams and a few other people. It looks like a crazy movie now who who's you know? Maisie playing is she wolfsbane wolfsbane she yeah. is wolfsbane yes okay oh that ought to be cool it's the the trailer it looks dark it looks like it looks, horror yeah you know it I mean? looks very horror movie-ish and i'm not a big horror fan but i may for for this because i'm a big iliana i, I like iliana magic yeah yeah uh, oh Pewter's magic is great Coloss- colossus's um mm-hmm. uh, uh sister I like her. I read a lot of her, you know, standalone comics when, and also New Mutants that featured her. Yep. Um, so this, I, I may have to go to this one, even though I'm not a big horror fan. If they're yeah. gonna throw it out at us like a horror movie, I think they're, it they're looks good. Right now, it's being. It looks like they're the trailer seems scary. I think we're looking at more of like a psychological thing, almost like the Legion show that was yeah. on FX. Yeah. Um, which was fantastic. Oh. Fox is doing a great job with the X Men 
driven television shows. You know, we both like The Gifted a lot. Yeah. Way more than we thought we would. Um, and I really, really enjoyed Legion. I, so. I'm wondering if they, I wonder if Fox actually, before the whole merger, if they actually talked to Marvel and yeah. got some, got some, um, some, some handholding on what to do with these properties. I mean, and then, I, I mean, think they got to exist on their own at this point until you wrap things up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, their plan, like Dark Phoenix comes out. Yes. This year year as well yes so we haven't seen anything about dark phoenix but we were pretty under wraps as far as uh, apocalypse uh, yeah. was concerned well i mean I've, you know? I, I, I've seen a couple of pictures uh, yeah. in entertainment weekly yep. of uh you know of sophie as jean gray and oh, wow it's, it looks good it's 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 pretty crazy the way that things are working out right now you know marvel has acquired the x-men they're gonna yeah. do dark phoenix again with this round of movies and everything yeah. which you know is it too soon? That's a debate for a whole other show. But now they're bringing Jean Grey back into the comics with X-Men Red in February, mm -hmm. where they're right now they're doing a whole Phoenix Resurrection thing in the comics, and then Jean Grey is going to be back with her own team, and I believe that team is going to have Submariner on it and everything. So What? Yeah, it's going to be a crazy team of X-Men. They've got two, I think they've got the two teams right now, X-Men Red, or X-Men Blue and X-Men Gold, Yeah. Um, which I just picked up the X-Men Gold Annual. Yeah. Yesterday, I went, I went to Earthworld and raided the comic shop a little bit, got the annual for X-Men Gold, um, where they were doing a like 30th anniversary of Excalibur type thing. So, oh, wow. You know, they sent Kitty Pride and Kurt and all of them back into, back over to London. Oh, cool. To visit Captain Britain, and so that was, and, that was yeah. a lot of fun. Is, is Megan still? Yes, they're, they're, they're married, and they have a child, a very oh. smart child. Ooh. So there you go. Oh, I I'm, I'm so out of it. I used to I and I loved. Well, Excalibur. yeah, I haven't read. I've got, a few, I've got a few. I yeah. mean, I got a few issues. I have not read Excalibur in a very long time, so that was kind of a cool little issue, bringing it back. Like, hey, don't forget about these guys over here, yeah. saving the world in England sometimes. Oh hell yeah, and having a family apparently. Kitty Pride, yeah, yeah. Her and her and Colossus don't even want to go yeah. there. How that <laughs> yeah. went? How, how did that work? Right, I know. So It'd be hard. Know. She's invisible. Yeah, <laughs> not invisible. She can do whatever Vision and Martian Manhunter do. True. Yeah. True. Um, uh, but but speaking, you know, uh, transitioning into you know the comics and everything, you've got some 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 uh, some stuff that you want to talk about in, in regards to the comics. Despite, oh yeah, like like the Darth Vader comic, right? You were talking about uh, off the I, air. I, I don't know how to pronounce his name, Charles Sewell or Soul. I I can't pronounce it. Um, but I just picked up um, the trade paperback for Darth Vader Volume One that he is working on called Imperial Machine. These comics. Unlike the other Darth Vader comics that had come out previously, mm -hmm. this is starting over. It's a whole new line of Darth Vader comics. Um, I believe that they're up to issue 10 at this point. Um, so I've got one through seven that I'm reading through right now. And i got to tell you, it's awesome. It picks up right after episode three. Uh -huh. So you're kind of getting that backstory of almost like that 20-year gap of how did Vader become Vader. Yeah. You know, because we saw, you know, the destruction of Anakin. Yeah. But we didn't see him become Vader. You know, you just almost assume at the end of episode three when uh, the Emperor and Tarkin and Vader are all standing there that, all right, and the Empire is born. Like, yes. There we go. You know, uh, full steam ahead. But I think that there's a lot more growing to do. Um, yeah. I just read the Darth Maul comic, too, that Cullen Bunn had done. Is that, now, is that's the, that's the, that's not. Is that the Son of Dathomir that's, one? No, that's different. That that's one a, is... Uh, that, that, was a, that was the one that kind of filled in the gap after um, it's taken, after Clone Wars, it's, right? Well, it's taken right from the scripts of what was supposed to be the next season of Clone Wars. Okay. And they took it and they turned it into a comic. I haven't read that one yet, but I just read the Darth Maul one 
that Bun did, and that one is really good too. I love seeing the exploration of how these characters became it because this one that Colin Bun just did mm -hmm. is before episode one. Ooh. So it's like showing like Darth Maul and just how like he is just wants revenge on so, the Jedi. Yeah, so this is this is know? before so this has happened so obviously this has got to be happening before that that meeting yeah. with Ezra and, and, and Obi Wan on Tatooine. Oh well no, yeah, because yeah. it's well way before yeah. episode one. I mean we're looking before Qui Gon and Obi Wan even encountered him. Oh well, okay. Yeah, wow, this like is way, oh, way back. Okay. Um this is cool though, because like right now the Jedi still have no idea that the Sith have even come back. They sense that there's some weird presence. Mm -hmm. They don't know what it is. And Maul is kind of in the shadows. And, you know, Palpatine is there saying, like, don't you ruin this. I've got a plan. And if you ruin it, I'm going to throw you out with the trash. And I will not he hesitate to yeah. do it. And I will just get another apprentice. So don't blow it, man. You know? Yeah. So that one was really good. Um, the Darth Vader one is really cool, though, because it's it's showing how, um, how the Sith. It explains how the Sith get their red or crimson lightsabers. Mm -hmm. Um and how they attain them. They attain them by taking them from a Jedi that they've killed yeah. and then overpowering the Kyber crystal with the dark side until it basically breaks and the red is basically like the Kyber crystal bleeding. Yeah, that's that's you know? yeah, that's what I had heard Pablo Hidalgo explain or uh, yeah. somewhere it was explained uh by Pablo about that. And that's and and one of the and something in regards to Kylo Ren's lightsaber is because his 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 crystal is is not like, well I guess it's physically broken and that's why. Well, I mean that's, for, what, that's what I understood. If what I'm getting is like that they use the dark side of it to overpower the Kyber crystal to the point where it breaks and bleeds. I mean we've seen how powerful Kylo Ren is. Yeah. And how violent he can be. So maybe that explains the crack in the Kyber crystal. It could be. Um, but it's also kind of interesting to say like the the way that the Sith. Not to say that Kylo Ren is Sith, because I think that they've kind of said that he, he isn't. He's yeah, he's just not. a dark force user. Yeah. Um, is how he would have gotten his lightsaber and built it and everything. And if he's using, like, the way that the Sith used the Kyber Crystals and everything yep. in order to create it, that's kind of cool. But, um, yeah, this Darth Vader comic is awesome. Apparently, in the most recent one, issue 10, I haven't read it yet, um, he encounters a Jedi who had escaped Order 66 and was in hiding, which is kind of what this comic is about. He's trying to find all the Jedi that had taken other paths. Right. And, uh, you know, maybe they aren't practicing as Jedis right now. He still wants them dead. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like They're still they're, technically right. a threat. Exactly. Um, and he said so, something to the effect of, like, the copy in it and the, and the content is, like, you may have ex tried to extinguish the light by killing the Jedi, but the Force will find other vessels to travel through to balance the Force. Yeah. And everything. So that, I think, explains a lot of why you're seeing people using the Force that aren't the Jedi, that aren't the Sith. Right. In the current Star Wars universe. Are, are you so, saying, like, in Last Jedi? With... Last Jedi, um, Force Awakens. I think, like, I feel like they're trying to get you to think ah. that. But, you know, explaining it in the novels and in comic books and things like that, I don't think that's that's not going to get to, like, the guy that's just going to see the movies. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, nobody wants to do research. Like, I like Star Wars, this is, you know. Yeah, so. this this is a little bit more for the, like, you and I with, like, the yeah. geeks kind of stuff. Exactly. It's, you know, the people that like to know the nuts and bolts behind things. Right. Okay. Exactly. So, yeah, I totally, I recommend that Darth Vader comic to anybody who's writing it. Uh, Charles Sewell, or Soul, however you pronounce his name, is also writing the Poe Dameron comic, which um, rumor is that, 
this the Poe Dameron comic takes place before the Force Awakens, mm-hmm. and it's his mission to get to Loris and Tekka. You know, and he kind of goes on offshoots here and offshoots there. Um, but they think that what's going to happen in this new run of his comic book um, is they're going to time jump, and it's going to be either during or after the Last Jedi. Okay. You know, because they got to get it. They got to get it current. You know, yeah. there's only so much backstory that you can do on this guy before you're like, come on. Yeah. You know, let's... he's advanced in the plot line. Let's get yeah, moving let's, let's here. Let's see what's going on. Um, but I hear nothing but good things about those. Um, all the Marvel Star Wars comics are pretty cool. I just read a five issue miniseries with Mace Windu. Which was oh, also pretty cool. So, I, I, yeah, it sounds like I, I got to get caught up on those. I, there, I, I just my th- my thing is I, I was so engrossed in the in the regular yeah you know Marvel universe that it, I mean when 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 they started doing all this weird stuff with you know with Spider Man and Iron Man and everything else I, it just kind of soured me on the whole thing. But yeah, I mean when I hear when I'm hearing you explain it and everything, it's it want it if I want to be drawn back in. That's my thing. The, so. the best I, way I, that you can do that is just go. Um, I and I sorry local comic shops because I'll go there and I'll get a couple single issues every now and then. But um, just go on Amazon and find the first volume of a character that you like. If it's a writer that you like, like I'm big. I I love J. Michael Straczynski. Oh God, yes, he's uh, amazing. His his run on Thor is fantastic. I believe it's through three volumes of Thor. Um, I've got two of them. His stuff is really good. So, you know, his stuff is great. You know, Ed Brubaker's Captain America, or Brubaker, Brubaker? Brubaker. Brubaker. Stuff with Captain America is fantastic. So anybody who's into that can get that. Um, I just started recently going reading some of the DC Rebirth stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had read some of it moving into the Rebirth, but then I kind of fell off and I wasn't going to get the single issues anymore. So I've got... The first three volumes of act- Superman Action Comics, right? Um, which I mean, they've they killed off the New Fifty Two Superman, um, the other Superman from everybody else is familiar with. Yeah, Crisis on Infinite Earths, everything um, is still alive and was living on Earth in secret with Lois and their son. They had a son Ooh. named John, um, and he is back, and he is the Superman that is now part of DC Rebirth. Um, so it's really interesting the way that they're retconning all the stuff they did with the new 52 that people necess- didn't necessarily like. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool. Um, and who, uh, Dan Jurgens is writing that, oh, you know, nice. Dan Jurgens is, yeah. you know, doomsday and all that. Oh God. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, Dan Jurgens knows Superman probably better than, than anybody, you know, except for the creators. So, right. um, that's, that's been a lot of fun to read for me. Um, the Flash stuff that Joshua Williamson is doing. If mm-hmm. you, I mean, you and I both love the show. Yeah. The comic is like the show, where it's just really compelling stuff. So, I mean, and I actually, you know, I like the way that he was doing the Flash so much that I started picking up some of the other stuff that he's been doing. So I've got two volumes of Birthright through Image Comics that that guy is writing, and he can write the hell out of stuff. Wow. So it's awesome. Um, but I had a little Twitter exchange with Cullen Bunn because I had just picked up his uh, Conan run that he did yeah. for Dark Horse. Um, and he had tweeted out that Marvel has now acquired Conan back. Yeah. Um, they did some interesting crossover stuff with Conan in the past, so I'm interested to see who does it. And he said, you know, I have suspicions on who they're going to have writing it. So I just tweeted to him. I said, is it going to be Jason Aaron? Because Jason Aaron's my guy. Yeah. Jason Aaron is awesome. He does the current Doctor Strange stuff, and it's fantastic. Uh, and he said, and I said, because if Jason Aaron is going to do it, that'll be pretty dope. And he said, I'm not going to say any of my suspicions right now, but if they are confirmed, yes, it will be dope. So I said, that means Jason Aaron's probably going to be doing Conan, and that is pretty fantastic. So we'll have to wait and see. I bet we don't see any Conan until 
either way late this year, right? Maybe 2019, but either way, pretty sweet stuff. Colin Bunn, of course, you know, Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe, did yeah. his whole run on Magneto. Nobody handles a villain like Colin Bunn, and that's why his Darth Maul book I think was so good. Cool. All right, I then de- definitely sold me on that. Then I'm uh, what, 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 so um. Was, was there, were there any other comics that you wanted to, to bring up? I, I mean, you're way ahead on the comics than, than me. No, man, I've just been I've just been so. plugging away. I just uh, reread through the the first three volumes of the Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo run and the new Fifty Two Batman, and I got to tell you, that's probably the best Batman comics that have ever been written. Really? Are those guys? Yeah. So I wow. mean, all you have to do is you got to find a starting point, and the best way to do that is to just pick up a trade. It's gonna have a bunch yeah. of. Uh, it's gonna have at least seven issues in it for you to get through, and that's usually one story. Arc, yeah. You know, so you get through that, and then you just keep going and everything. I mean, some of them have only two to three volumes. Some of them have ten volumes. It depends on the success of the writer and and the character development. Yeah. You know. Well, and I, maybe I should go out and find Straczynski stuff because I love Straczynski. I yeah. love him. I, he's 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 awesome. You know, um, he he did Spider Man. Uh, for for a, a while when yep. I was when I was still reading it and it was it was great it was back with Ezekiel and the whole Spider Universe and, mm-hmm. and and all that kind of stuff and it was it was just really really good. That's what I'm saying. Just yeah. find find a, an an author or a writer who just gets the character the way that you like the character to be gotten. For me, you know, Dan Slott. I don't like what Dan Slott does with Spider Man, so I don't read his Spider Man stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, it's the same way that you know I felt about. At first, I, I was really enjoying the way that Brian Michael Bendis was doing Iron Man, and yeah. then I disliked it, so I stopped reading it. And there's nothing wrong with that, because Bendis, I mean, he has so much to his credit. Yeah. Now he's going to be working for DC. DC, yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. I hope he. I hope that they let Brian Michael Bendis do whatever he wants at DC, because I would be really interested to see his take on, on certain characters. Yeah. Could you imagine Brian Michael Bendis doing like a Batman or a oh, Superman or something like that? That would be awesome. I mean, his take on the Flash would be really cool. That would but, be cool. I would like, love to see him just. I would love to see him write just like a one-shot episode for the TV show. Yeah. And see what that would be like. That would be but cool. have you noticed something else though about uh, Brian Michael Bendis? Mm-hmm. Everybody calls him by his full name, Brian Michael Bendis. There's some people you. Can't. It is. It is like. It, it it's is the like same way with Jeff Johns. I can't say it's Jeff Johns. Yes, it's he's royalty. Right. Brian Michael Bendis. He. You cannot say. You can't say. Hey, Brian. Right. No. Brian Michael. Yeah. No, Brian Michael Bendis. It's 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 that. If we ever get him on this show, we yeah. have we have to explain. I to wish him. we we can never. You know, we can't call you Brian. Can we call you Brian? Yeah, yeah you can. No, we can't. We got to call you Brian Michael yeah. Bendis. That's, yeah, that's, BMB. BMB. That's it. That's that's all. That's right. all you can ever. So be now doing. DC has Brian Michael Bendis and Jeff Johns. Now Jeff Johns has written some of my favorite comics. Yes. Ever. Yep. I mean, that's another guy. Yes. If it's written by Jeff Johns, there is a good chance that that is going to be a absolutely fantastic comic. You should just read it. Yep. Blindly. Don't even don't don't even care. Just read it because it's going to be really well read. Yes. You know, so he's responsible for bringing a lot of characters back to life when they were, you know, DOA. Yeah. As far as DC Comics goes, I mean, he brought Green Lantern back. He brought the Flash back. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he handled a lot of their big stuff. You know, th- and he I, was head on, and uh, he wrote the Rebirth one shot. I think that. I think a lot of it is a lot of those a lot of the writers, you know, before before these guys. I mean, I don't think it was burnout or anything like that. I don't think it was a lack of good ideas or storytelling or anything. Yeah. I think it was just a lot of these guys just, you know, just didn't quite get the whole comic book 
I, I, I guess, um, I don't want to, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to find a word that, that, that can really express it. I mean, it, like the gravitas, yeah. you know, that, are, that a lot of the classic writers yeah. have for these characters. I mean, they just know. And right. I, I think oh, I think there was just a big long run of, of writers that really didn't get it, and so they were just throwing out you know basically, you know here's some soap opera. I saw this on General Hospital once. Right. Let me try this. Right. You know that kind of thing. And it's not and it it's not what you're looking for. You know. Yeah. As no. a comic book reader, I'm looking for more depth. I, I want a really good story. You know. Yeah. So and I, I found that. So I'm really happy with yeah. Currently, what I what I read. Yeah. And, so. and uh, speaking of story, uh, we have been talking about. The Punisher for a long time. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we heard about, yeah, he's going to have a show. And now we've had, now we've got it. It's on yeah. Netflix. And I've watched the whole show. Yeah. And I got to say, I really enjoyed it. I mean, it, 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 it didn't seem to have a lot of the shortcomings that some of the other Marvel shows on Netflix have in regards to it's kind of slow to get started. I feel like. Most of those, most of the Marvel shows, uh, it takes you three episodes to get set, and I yeah. felt like the Punisher was just like it was pedaled to the floor I immediately. Was, I think it was bang from the get go. Is there thirteen episodes to this? Because I'm only yeah. four episodes into the Punisher. There's thirteen. There episodes, are okay. And honestly, it, it was. I mean, I really enjoyed. It. I mean, I took my time watching it. I, I mean. I literally didn't start it until almost like a month after it came out. Yeah. Simply because, you know, it was it was close to the holidays, and you know, I had I had so much stuff going on, but I finally, you know, didn't have anything going on. I couldn't find anything. I'm like, oh wait a minute, Punisher. Right. Exactly. And I jumped on it, and I mean, right from the get go, it was, a, a, you know, a, an amazing ride. Lot the the you know the whole story with with Frank Castle. Uh, the dynamic relationship between Micro and, and, and Castle right, right. was there, and you know, you know, and and the back, you know, the, the backstories and all that kind of stuff. I'm really hoping that that um, the green light another season of it, and we see him in you know a crossover with one of the other shows. I, it would be nice. I, I yeah. I I'm mean, still waiting for the crossover with Shield since you know Daisy was seen or when she was Sky at the time. Wasn't she? Was she was palling around? She had a little disc in her car that said microchip, I think, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that, micro or something. Yeah, I mean, and she and she she referenced them, and, and right. Honestly, I think we should be seeing that kind of. It would be cool, stuff. but I doubt. I mean, I doubt it. Um, Disney's launching their own streaming service, and I I do believe that all of that stuff that is available with Netflix with Disney that includes the Marvel shows will now only be available with that streaming service, which is supposed to start later this year. So Yeah. Well, it's it's, it's kind of already started a little bit. They've yeah. got something going on. And, um, and I, you know, that's something I'll probably talk about in a in a sideshow, not not this, yeah. maybe like, you know, one of my From the Geek Cave videos that I haven't done in a while. So I mean, I'm probably – I'm going to have to buy that streaming app because I've seen Moana like four times in the last three days. <laughs> like, I can't. Really? I can't anymore, man. I can't do Moana anymore. So but it's are all... you singing? Are you singing "Thank You" in your oh, head right yes. now? Oh yes. I mean, well, <laughs> or you're welcome. Or not? We own it on Blu-ray and, and it's on Netflix. Oh you know? gee. So oh now yeah. Logan hands me the remote control, which has a Netflix button on it, and he just goes, <laughs> "Nana, Nana, Nana," and I'm like, "Again, Ugh, oh. play." Uh, I'm gonna go kill myself. Yeah, this is. Pro it's probably. I'm probably gonna end up having to get it too. I mean, we uh, we've got. Uh, 
for the holiday uh, gift. You know, my gift to the whole family was uh, we got a couple of Apple TVs. Nice. Got one in the living room, one in the bedroom yep. for me and me and Kim. And I mean, that's what we do. It's Netflix and Hulu primarily. We're gonna probably. Mm-hmm. We're, you know, we're well, and you can do HBO on there too. Oh right? yeah, we can do yeah, H- can do a ton yeah of we can do HBO, Showtime, Cinemax, the whole nine yards. We're, I mean, we're gonna, you know, not to to plug them, but I mean, Sling TV. We're gonna do Sling TV. Yep. So we can watch some live stream stuff. I mean, we've got the HG you know, HGTV and, and DIY channel, and they let you watch some free shows and all that. But I mean, this, you know, there's times where you want to watch live TV and yeah, you know, and TNT. They've got some good stuff on. I just want to be you know. able, like, I like being able to just turn my TV on and put on some nonsense show on the mm-hmm. cooking channel. That's what I want to do. There you go. Or even Food TV or something. Yeah. Food Network Star, next Food Network Star. Kim likes that. Right. Uh, those kinds of things. So yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I've started exploring, you know, everything on there, and you know, with the realization that Disney is going to be starting their own stuff, and you know, seeing, you know, you, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two is on Netflix now, right? And that's going to be gone, and and um, you know, you've got Rogue One on Netflix, but right. we're That'll probably gone. not going to see. You know, and Force Awakens came out before that. We're not seeing that on there. And weren't they working on a Star Wars live action show? I heard that. There was, Something about that. There was talk of that, right? Yeah, which so. I, I mean, if that doesn't go someplace like a network, which I doubt, yeah, or like an Amazon, I think that that would also be an exclusive Disney thing. I mean, you know, I joked around about you know the CBS app and everything, because yeah. like, what do I need that for? Like, I want to watch Star Trek Discovery, but I'm not going to pay for one show and yeah. everything. But I feel like with this Disney one, like, there's going to be so much content on there that I want. That I'm just gonna pay the ten dollars a month and say yeah. screw it. It's it's. I mean, you know, I don't do Hulu, so. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, we're 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 kind of borrowing my sister-in-law's account. That's so weird. She, yeah, you know, all of my in-laws use my Netflix. Thanks, Melissa. We appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I mean, that's. But I was never a big Hulu fan because of the commercials. You're paying ten bucks a month, and you're still yeah. Getting get rid of the commercials. Yeah. I like on. that Netflix lets me skip the intros to shows now. I know that's even cool. That's the best thing because all their intros are like. At least a minute long. I know. You know. I mean, that 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 took out at least ten minutes total time of my watching Voltron. Right. With the ex- with the exception of Black Mirror, which is real quick. Oh uh, yeah. That I mean, I started watching that. It's I get it's your an mind, anthology, but your, it's kind of your yeah. mind is all screwed up now. Yeah, it's all I'm all weird. It's out. like the Twilight Zone. Yeah. When you think about it, it's like the Twilight Zone. <laughs> each uh, each episode is its own continuous thing. Yeah. Or not continuous, is its own thing. Yeah. And you don't even have to watch them in order. You can watch them in whatever order you wanted. Yeah, really. I, I I literally jumped in it's on one different. episode. I didn't even know, you know. But everybody was telling me Black Mirror, Black Mirror. Black it's Mirror. a screwed up show. Some of it, man. It it seems like it. Yeah. You know? All right, but getting back to getting back to the Punisher. Um, so you're four episodes in. I yeah. mean, what, what what what's your overall thinking right now on it? Oh, I love it so far. Four episodes in, and I, it's it's fantastic. I the way that they are handling, um, not just the Punisher. But other aspects of like soldiers coming home, the mm-hmm. difficulties that they're facing, yeah. the PTSD, yes. and everything like that. Like they're just trying to find yeah. their footing. The you know, sub, the subplot. There. I, I just I, I I like that. You know what I mean? Like you know now like they're like I'm coming home and I feel useless. My country has put so much into yes. training me and making me into something that I get home and there's no place for me yep. outside of that. Mar- um, this is this is pure Marvel where in the comics they were taking on social issues and now they're you know, we're starting to see now. We're starting to see that in the shows. Yeah. And Punisher is a great example. Mm-hmm. You know, for for you know the kind of things that our veterans are dealing with after. Right. I mean, we're we're technically you know we're still fighting 
over in Afghanistan. Oh yeah, no, you know? every, there's still it's, boots on the ground. Yeah, there. I mean it's 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 you know it, you, you feel bad for these guys. They you know they volunteered to do this work. Yeah, you know for us out of love of country and and you know. And I, you know, they're not, and they're not getting, I don't, I don't think they're getting as much support, but let, you know, that's another thing. Right. But I mean, this is a good way to bring that subject up front and, and start yeah. talking about it and getting a dialogue out there and hopefully leading to an answer at some yeah, point. But They're handling it really well. Yeah. I, I like it so far. Yeah. So I'll probably have to watch a, I'm going to watch a few more episodes tonight, I think. So. Yeah. I, I mean, I, we're, we're, I mean, are you put off by, I mean, that was, that was one of the other things too about the Punisher that a lot of people were, were worried about was, you know, the, the graphic uh, content and all that. I, I mean, mean it, I, I honestly didn't think it was any worse than any other movie I've seen. No, I don't think it's any. I think The Punisher is a it's a violent character. Yeah, and it's a violent comic book. Yeah. Um, so it's a violent show. It's no different than watching Game of Thrones or anything yeah. like that. You know, definitely not a show you want to want to let your kids watch. I don't think kids should be watching any of the Marvel Netflix. Shows I don't think or so Netflix either. Netflix shows in general, not even Stranger Things. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know? I I was very hesitant to let my 15 year old watch Stranger Things, but I I mean, I, she's. She could handle it because those kids are around her age. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so, so I mean, I, I I can see that, but I I definitely would not let her watch Punisher. Oh, absolutely. Uh, no, I mean, no I mean, Luke Cage, and I mean, those are a lot less, you know, violent and graphic as compared to the Punisher. But no yeah. way I would let my kid, my fifteen-year-old kid, watch Punisher. Right. No way. No way. Yeah, I, I mean, don't want to. Exp- I don't want to have to explain the, violent, not violent, but. The very rough sex between Luke yeah. Cage and Jessica Jones. Yeah, yeah. What are yeah. they doing? Uh, play wrestling. Thud, thud, <laughs> thud, thud. Yeah. Yeah. That's our expect. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Yeah, let's... Shield. Uh, well, let them watch Agents of Shield, yeah. The Flash, Supergirl. Um, you know, I think I'm going to tune into this Black Lightning show, by the way. Um, that's uh, starting tonight. I'm, I'm, As we're recording today, Black Lightning premieres tonight. Yeah, I think I'm gonna tune into it. I think I'm gonna check it out. It, it, uh, give it an episode. Yeah, I'll give I'll I'll give it a watch and see how how it goes. I mean, a lot of people are saying really good things about it. I mean, and... hopefully it doesn't go the way of Inhumans for me, which I watched two episodes and I said, nope, I'm not watching any more of this garbage show. Now is this supposed to be tied in with the other Berlanti shows? I don't know. I think I we're gonna have either. to wait and see. I think that they said that it was almost gonna exist on its own, but I don't think you can. How can you bring another DC superhero in and say that he's not going to be involved unless you have another person coming over from yeah another Earth because they went about it and put it on the, a different network? But yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, that's, that's kind of weird. So mm. should be interesting. Yeah, though. we'll see how it goes. I mean, right, right. Black Lightning isn't Black Lightning from like the Super Friends? Isn't yeah, that I think he was a pure pure creation for Super Friends. Something like that, or some variation of it. So. Yeah, but I mean, I think I think that he ended up he was kind of popular, and so they gave him a. I think they gave him a title back in the probably in the 70s and 80s. I think I, I yeah. have to look. I mean, I honestly, I I'm not up on the history of of the character. Well, I mean, I just like the way that they're doing the show, where it's a guy that was a superhero who yeah. is not a superhero anymore and has to come out of retirement almost yeah. to try and take like his city back and protect people. So I, yeah. I dig that. That's kind of cool. So I mean, that right there kind of makes me think it's it's probably one of those alternate Earth type of things. Could be yeah. so multiverse type. Okay. Um, uh, but moving on uh, from from Punisher, there uh, one of the th- I mean we were going to talk about uh, you know gaming because uh, I had asked you about gaming and um, you really didn't have anything new. I mean I, I kind of got fell into something here and this is this is a little bit on the retro gaming side. I, yeah. Well, uh, retroish early two thousands, right? Yeah, early two thousands. I guess you can call it retro. 
Um, but it honestly, has almost 20 years ago. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> yes. true. Okay, that's true. 2000, yeah. I think it was like 2000, because the game ran about 2006, maybe 2005, 2006, something like that. Well, okay. anyway, so there was a game, City of Heroes. I've, I've talked about it before here. Um, it was run by a company out of Korea. It, it, it was doing great here in the U.S. Didn't too do didn't do too great over in Korea. So it, it, but I guess you know for whatever reason, whatever their reason was financially or whatever, they decided to to end the game after like seven years. Okay, and it had grown this huge uh, base here in the U.S. Lots of people. The community, um, it's 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 one of those really tight fan communities that everybody got into it and everybody was happy you know they, they hung out and all that and there's still gatherings of the former players at you know pax yeah uh, the pax gaming convention and at gen con i think actually gen yeah gen con out in ohio um they, they always do a meetup well ever since the game sunset people have been wanting to play and there's been some projects to try to revive it here and there there's been uh some some uh, independent work on trying to get a newer version of the game or or like a kind of like a spiritual successor they're calling them into you know up and going and there's there's a couple of them there's valiance online which looks really good it's okay. like an updated and and honestly there's only one as far as i know there's only one superhero mmo out there right now city of heroes was an mmo the only one out there was champions online okay. and a lot of people that played city of heroes are not too big on it even though cryptic uh studios the company that originally worked on city of heroes worked on this it's it, it, they, they say it's very much a pale comparison okay. but anyway um Fast forward to now, we've got some different people working on projects. The two big ones right now, well, I, more like three, is um, is Paragon Chat. That's run by the Titan uh, Network. It's a website, uh, cohtitan.com. And uh, it, it's basically where they took the take the old client from the last version of the game, and they've basically jerry-rigged it with some open-source software so that the clients can all talk to each other through a common chat server. Okay. And it basically, you can run around the city again. Right. And some of the powers are working. They've, they've figured out how to do all that. But you can't do combat. You can't do missions or anything like that. Uh, Valiance Online, which I mentioned earlier, which is basically a, from a ground-up re, you know, uh, recreation of the game or, or a new ver- a new game, essentially, based on the, the spirit of City of Heroes, where you're a superhero in a big city. It's far into the future, like, 20, like 2040, 2050, or something like that. And it's very futuristic-looking. And they're using, uh, you know, modern uh, gaming engine technology in order to, to do this. Before oh, City cool. of Heroes was built, basically, before we had Unreal Engine, back before we had, you know, Unity and all those other kinds of, yeah. of, of tools that that programmers can use. Uh, so you got that. You've got Missing Worlds Media, which is also doing uh, one called uh, City of Titans. Um, uh, Valiance is much farther along. They're already on Steam. They've got a alpha going. Uh, you can get in on it. You pay 25 bucks. Boom, you're in the alpha, and you can play around all you want. Nice. Uh, Missing Worlds Media with City of Titans. Seeing a lot of videos. They're Obviously working on something, but nothing yet that you can play, and there's still a couple of years, I guess, they're staying away. So um, up comes this this other little project that's been going on for the past ten years or so. It's called. Uh, it, it was a. It, it's basically a City of Heroes emulator. It's a server, so you can take you know play the old game with all the content because a lot of the content was already in the client program, the, the software you had on your computer. Okay. The server basically was like the referee. It told you you know who you were fighting damage, right. all that kind of stuff. Took care of the powers and all that on the server end. 
But the client, a lot of the stuff was in there. So we've got a lot of that information from that client. And there was a gentleman that basically managed to help crack a lot of that. He lives in Poland. He's actually working on this emulator now. And I kind of fell into this project a few years back. I found it because I wanted to play City of Heroes. And now he's got this project uh, uh, going. And it's, it's not as far along as what you would think after 10 years because he's basically been doing it by himself. Yeah. But in the last couple of months, there have been some other people uh, that have jumped into this project now that have start, that know more about the coding of these kinds of things than I can. I mean, I, I dabble in a language called Python, way different than what they're using, which is C++. This is like, this is like, like what all the other games use, like you know, Call of Duty yep. and, and all of that. Um, you know, Mass Effect and all that. They all use, you know, the, the C++ programming language. Much more complex. I got zero clue. I'm, <laughs> I'm totally lost on it. But anyway, these guys have actually made more progress now in the last few months than, you know, this other guy that's running it has done in the last 10 years because he's got help and he's got guys that know what's going on. So I wanted to mention this project because, you know, the more people, and I don't know if anybody who, you know, who codes, game, you know, if there's any gaming people or coders or anything that used to play City of Heroes that know anything about this, but it's kind of like a call out to, you know, if you can, if you can contribute, you know, go to GitHub. You can find it. It's called SEGS, Super Entity Game Server, and it's really great. I mean, I, I've got it set up on my PC here where I can actually log into the first map, Atlas Park. Okay. In, in Paragon City, in City of Heroes. And you can just, you know, basically you can look around. There's no real server to, to tell, you know, tell you well, where you are or anything. So if you try moving around, you get what's called rubber banding. You go a little ways, but then you jump back to where you were. Okay. Because the server's catching, you know, there's nothing there to, to kind of officiate where you are as a relationship to everybody else. Right. But anyway, I wanted to make note of this project simply because it's come so far that now it's starting to look like we're, you know, it's it's... You know, it's only a matter of maybe a year or two that we have something that's really substantial for this project, if that, maybe even less, depending. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I, I just, it was just, this is just one of those personal pet project things I wanted to bring out, and I figured this was a good place because there's a lot of geeks, mm -hmm. you know, obviously. Obviously. And, that's why we know, have a show. Yeah, that's why we have a show. And we've talked about gaming before. Yeah. You know, Call of Duty and, and, and you know, and all that. Quake, I'm a, I, yeah. I love Quake, that kind of thing. But I wanted to bring this up just because... Because I yeah. think it's I think it's a really uh, it, it, it's you know it's a good game and I and I, I'm hoping other people will want to maybe get in on this and, and kind of be a part of it. So nice. Um, but yeah, if if you want if you want to find out, I'll put a link in in you know up on the website uh, and, you know where we post the episodes as well as uh, on the YouTube page. Cool. So but you know maybe I can get you into it. I don't know. You never know. You never know. Got an old PC lying around? We can set you up. <laughs> I wish I did. All right. Well, maybe maybe I can help you out with that too. But, uh, <laughs> all right. But all right. So I did my little my little spiel. Um, we wanted to talk about some of the upcoming movies that are coming out. MCU's yeah. got some stuff coming up. Yeah. I mean, well, Black Panther first and foremost. Yep. yep. We got that coming out in February. Chadwick Boseman. Um, and then after that is um going to be the Avengers Infinity War. So yes. there's got to be some significant, I think, setup with Black Panther leading there's, into it. There's got to be because I mean we've seen in Infinity War trailers that we've gotten the little snippets and all that. Yeah. A lot of there's some action going on in Wakanda. 
Yes, so an, there's, an invasion. There's got to be a setup in there somewhere. If I mean, the, if not in the movie itself, yeah. then in the end credit scenes. One of the Infinity Stones has to be mm-hmm. in Wakanda, powering something of some sort. So we'll have to see that. Maybe we'll get to see some Cap. Maybe we'll get to see some Bucky waking yeah. up or something because you know we, we went back into cryo sleep at the end of yeah. Civil War. So it should be interesting either way. I'm, I'm interested to see how they set things up with their end credit scenes that they do yeah. in the MCU films. So that should be fun though, man. Uh, Black Panther looks awesome. It does. It looks fantastic. It really does look great. And I mean, I just uh, oh man, I want I want to I want to see and this is and this is really great that uh, you know a character that's so prominent in the comics yeah is finally getting you know it's kind of like with Wonder Woman in DC I mean yeah she had a TV show but never really made the transition anywhere else and and right it, it was just so phenomenal when Wonder Woman came in I think it's going to be just as phenomenal with Black Panther and Chadwick Boseman did an awesome job in Civil War yeah. I mean, the introduction to Black Panther and Civil War is, is really good. So, I mean, it made me hungry for more. Yes. So um, uh, I will be checking that. Yes, definitely. And and then in, in regards to Avengers. Yeah. Wow. I mean, from what we've seen, very big scenes going yeah. on there, especially in Wakanda. Right. Um, and the Guardians of the freaking Galaxy. And, right, right, and, right. And everything else. This is, I think this is going to be... Man, I, I think... Do you think this is going to be a... a you know, a bigger summer for Marvel than in years past. I mean, I know I'm kind of moving into like a phase three with them. Whenever they've got an Avengers film, I think it's a big, big summer for them because they've got everybody, you know, all together assembled, if you will. Um, so as long as they have that big, big movie, you yeah. know, like Thor, Thor was a good Thor. Thor Ragnarok was a was a movie, but I feel like you got to be a big Thor fan in order to go see that. So it's not going to make an Avengers level money or an Iron Man or something. Well, like I, that, I thought, know? well, I mean, I thought Ragnarok was, you know, I thought it was way better than than, you know, Dark World and the in the original it just Thor. had a totally different tone to it. Yeah. You know, Thor didn't take himself so serious. Yeah. Um, which I, I found that to be more appealing. Yeah. Um, I like Thor. I like Thor. I like when Thor is serious, though. Like I said, like I like the Straczynski run in the comics, and yeah. Thor is super serious. Yeah. In that, you know, some of when you think about Thor, a lot of it is written a lot like you know Shakespearean type yeah. stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I, I dig it. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I can't I can't wait. This is gonna be this is gonna be a good summer for for Marvel. And then isn't the the Han Solo movie comes out this year too? Right? Han Solo comes out this year in December. Yep, Ron Howard. Uh, but we haven't gotten a trailer or a teaser or anything. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, well, they just wrapped. I mean, they they just wrapped uh, yeah. production a while ago, and they they still haven't changed from the original release date, even though. You know, the previous director got fired, so, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I don't know how that's going to work. It. I'm curious to see what a Han Solo solo movie is going to be like. Yeah. I mean, we, we know we got, we got, uh, we got uh, Lando and, uh, oh, I can't remember. What, um, from Game of Thrones, she's playing one of the love interests, isn't she? Who? Oh. Um, she, she plays Khaleesi, uh, Amelia Clark. Oh, was she in? Isn't I didn't she, know she I was in I thought she was in I don't know, man. You, I don't know. To IMDb, maybe. Yeah, it's, maybe you'd have to check that out because I'm, I'm not sure. I'm going to look because I could have sworn that, that she was in it. And no, I don't want to submit my location. Yeah. Uh, Get out of here, IMDb. You don't even know where I am for me to look up movie You don't know information, me, Cast, characters, yeah. episode names, and times. You don't Come know on. me, man. Why does everybody want to know that? 
Every I, I app know. wants you to know a location at this point. I could it's be wrong. Strange. Maybe I'm thinking of some other movie. Yeah, Amelia Clark. Um, she's in it. Yeah, with what? Yeah, um, she's first up on the list. Okay. Paul Bettany's in it. Really? Oh, that is interesting. Donald. I mean, I'm, I'm Donald Glover. I mean, he's Lando. Warwick right. Davis. I mean, it's 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 Warwick Davis in a Star Wars movie is kind of like uh, yeah, John Ratzenberger in I a know. in a Pixar movie. Right. You can't just... have a, a Star Wars movie without Warwick Davis. No, he'll now. be playing somebody. Yeah. Uh, Paul Bettany. That was a, that was. I mean, we knew about Woody Harrelson. Um, right. That's interesting. Yeah. That's very. Um, I got yeah. That's weird, but yeah, Amelia Clark, um, Kiray, um, Q I apostrophe R A is the name of her character. Very weird. Oh, here let me unplug my phone and I can throw it up there. <laughs> yeah, there, there she is there on the live stream for okay. our left side. So well, there you go. There I'm, you I'm, go. That's that's kind of cool. But, I did not realize that. I haven't looked much into this solo movie though because there was all the drama with the director and then yeah. Ron Howard picking it up and we haven't seen much. We haven't really seen. Set photos or Ron Howard's you know? been tweeting him. If you if he's been tweeting him and throwing him on his Instagram, I believe. Oh, well, so, I am not following Ron Howard. Which well, then is you Travis. Why are you not following Ron <laughs> I Howard, know, right? sir? Come on, come on, the unmitigated gold, sir. Yes, I don't. I don't understand it. <laughs> Man of your stature, not yeah. following Ron Howard. <laughs> um, um, but I mean that movie. I'm interested. I'm. I'm we'll interested. We'll I, see. I'm interested too. I mean, well, well, and. Okay, I'm going to save it for Last Jedi, because we're coming to Last Jedi. Yeah, because speaking of Star Wars, we're going to talk about Last Jedi yeah. now. Um, but, well, we don't forget, uh, did we did we already talk about the Deadpool movie date? That was on I thought we talked about that in the, oh, yes, we did, yeah, yes. the show. Okay, let's go. Yeah. Yeah, all right. May 18th, my list for those is of you. Of, my list is out of order. Yes, so. May 18th. May 18th, all right. But Last Jedi, let's move into The Last Jedi. Yeah. Since we're at the Star Wars. Um, all right, I, I know what I want to say. What... What do you want to say about the Last Jedi? Um, the Last Jedi was I, I like I like the Last Jedi. Um, I thought it was interesting. I like the way that they, uh, I like the way that they they kind of, the way that they did stuff with with Luke Skywalker was really interesting to me, and I also have to say that um, all this stuff started coming out about how Mark Hamill had mentioned to Ryan Johnson that he didn't he didn't like the direction and whatnot yeah. until he had made the movie and seen the movie and understood what was happening. Yeah. And then he immediately and he went on to his Instagram page and he said, I immediately regret saying anything like that to the press because they, they twisted my words. Yeah. You know? He's like upon first reading of the script and everything, he was just like, I don't know like what you're doing to this character, what you're doing to me, what you're doing to my character and whatnot. He's like and then after watching the movie and finding out and realizing about how it all played through and yeah. how it looked and everything like right. that, you know, he enjoyed it. Um, and I enjoyed it too. I thought it was awesome to kind of see, you know, what had happened because, you know, Luke Skywalker, and they, and they make mention of it in Last Jedi all the time, the legendary Luke Skywalker, yeah. the big guy. He, you know, they need him to come in and save yeah. the day. And he's almost like, it's almost like he's sick of it. He wants to be removed from it because yeah. it's just almost like, you know, it destroyed his life. It's you kind know? of yeah. It's almost like how Alec Guinness felt about Obi Wan, yeah. In, you know, towards the end of his, you know, uh, near the end of his career and and, and his life. I mean, because he he was so sick of the fans coming up to him about it. I mean, yeah. I mean, he 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 enjoyed making the movie. He right. thought it was, you know, I think he I think he I heard him say, you know, he thought it was more like of an amusement 
kind of thing yeah. for people. But he didn't realize so many people would take it so seriously. And right. And it kind of threw him off guard. And, and, and I mean, he, he was a very serious actor, very accomplished actor. Um, I, you know, I one of my favorite movies for, of him... You know, before Star Wars was Bridge on the River Kwai. Oh, it's a great movie. I mean, we had we, you know, my family had it on 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 videotape. Uh, it was you know when back when I was a little kid, and on video cassette VHS. And I watched that movie, you know, because it was it was a good movie because it had Obi Wan in it. But yeah. I got to see so much more. Right. To it. And, and he's a great actor. He, he is. He's an amazing you know. actor. Um, so uh, you know, I I I think that's kind of how. Yeah everything kind of went down in, in, in that regard. But, I mean, my my take on Last Jedi, I, I enjoyed the movie. Yeah. I did enjoy the movie. I, however, did not like the way they told the story. It could how, be they pretty, told, how they told it the could story. Be pretty, um, it could be pretty muddled at parts. I, I, I would agree with that. Like, I, just like the like certain point, points didn't line up and yeah. stuff like that. Um, I think what let's goes back to what I was saying about the comics is like they're almost like expecting people to know more before they go in and I I don't know if that's a great way to go into a movie these you know what I mean to make right. a movie well I I mean for me it was more like you know and this is not a knock on Ryan Johnson it, it's this is it's just that going into this I had such such higher hopes because JJ to me his style to me just did not fit with a Star Wars movie, the way he makes a film. I felt like, you know, Force Awakens, I, I had my, you know, my things with it. I thought it was a good movie. Yeah. I didn't like the way the story was told. Now here I am again with Last Jedi in that same kind of situation. I did feel some of the humor was kind of forced here and there. So, yeah, I, but I, too much of that in movies yeah, right now. I, I, my thing was... I was I was expecting more of a George Lucas feel. That oh. Saturday afternoon kind of thing, a movie for the kids. It it's you know after after we went and saw the Last Jedi, my wife was curious because she had never seen the prequels and everything. Yeah. So she, I I decided to break them out. I got the whole saga on Blu-ray for Christmas. Yeah. And rewatching them, I'm glad they didn't make them like that because those movies are awful. Episode two, episode one was way worse than I remember it because I probably haven't seen episode one since I don't remember. And I was like, man, George Lucas was just not good at dialogue. He was just like the way that he got like he he I, I was reading a quote from him. He was like, yeah, he's like episode one was a little clunky at one point. We're here. And then all of a sudden we're at war with with uh, um, oh God, what the heck? Trade the gun Federation. guns. Yeah. He's like, all of a sudden the gun guns are in a battle and. All this is happening all at once. He's like, and it's just kind of like, I didn't really get there. I just kind of put it there and, and made it happen and everything like that. Um, but I, I like I like the way Ryan Johnson told this story, though, because it was totally different. He got way more into how the Force is different and, you know, it doesn't have to just be Jedi and Sith and everything. It's just kind of a, a, an entity, you know? Yeah, I mean, that, that, I mean, that for me wasn't a, a big deal. I mean, we a lot of what we saw in The Last Jedi we've seen before. Yeah. Um, you know, in, like, Rebels and in Clone Wars and yeah. that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I, I really don't feel like anything new was there right. in that regard. What's up with the Leia thing, which is weird? Well, the Leia thing, we, we've seen that in Rebels. Yeah. If you've watched Rebels, I mean, we've seen that with Kane. But that's another case of us... Yeah, having known more exactly, and not it's, having to know as much going in. There's, there's, there's going to be those little nuggets for the geeks, and yeah. I think 
that's what Ryan wrote the, the you know, that's what Ryan did for the movies. Because um, Kasdan wrote the movies again, and, and, uh, and it's, I don't, I, I, I don't know. I feel like Kasdan kind of, I think he, I think he was, I think he put too much of his head into it. He, he was thinking too much into it. But that's neither here, here nor there in, 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 in the, my main point of it just didn't, it didn't feel like a George Lucas Star Wars, which is what I was expecting. And honestly, you know, with the fact that George is no longer in the picture anymore yeah. in regards to Star Wars, you know, it, it was kind of naive to think that. I, I, I admit that, but still. See, I feel like this one had more of the same feel that I got from um, from Rogue One. Yeah. You know? Rogue, Rogue One was made for the adults. I feel like it was yeah. made for the adults, but it still had that George Lucas kind of feel. And I think there was also some some of the, the, the beats in, in, in Last Jedi, you know, that maybe I missed mm-hmm. in regards to, like, um, you know, you don't hear anybody say you know the actual words i have a bad feeling about this come to find out it was bb8 that was actually saying it and <laughs> ryan johnson is you know confirms that and that was one of my that was one of my little nitpicky things about it it's like well, you know nobody said it nobody said it did poe ever say did poe ever say we've got company because he said it a lot in force awakens yeah i i, I we got I, company I we I got, got company i would have to see it again for yeah. that but i mean I, I, I did have a lot of little nitpicky things for, for, for Last Jedi, but overall, I did enjoy the movie. It was yeah. fun. Um, it, it, it advanced the characters and the story and everything like that. That's what I'm most excited about. Yeah. Like, we, I, I want to be done with the backstory stuff. I want to I move forward, and I want to see what these people can do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, show me what they can do. It's like Ryan Johnson had, like, a blueprint in front of him, and said, all right, sorry, JJ, but you know what? I don't want to do any of this messy crap that you got me into and threw it out the yeah. window, you know? Right. Um, and, and, like, and that was one of my things with JJ, too, and Kasdan. I mean, they tried, I mean, and I think that, that kind of blew up in their face with it, Force Awakens trying to, because it was so much like A New Hope. Too much mystery. Everybody knew what was right. going on. Right, everybody knew what was going on, but there was too much left behind. So who are who are Ray's parents, which I still think is up in the air. Even though Kylo Ren says they're nobody, they were junkers, they sold you for a drink or something like that. You know how what I mean? How would he know, though? That's right, how would, he, how would he know? Exactly. So I, I don't think, I think that he's just, you know, I still think that finding out who her parents really yeah. really are are still up in the air. The other thing, too, that I'm glad has happened yeah. now is we don't have to worry about these freaking Snoke yeah. theories anymore. No, there are people out there that don't believe that, that, that he is actually gone oh from it and God. everything. So Shoot them eh, now. You never know. Shoot them now. If you I know? knew I could find stormtroopers that could actually hit something, I'd line them up. I think that's the problem, though, is like because, you know, you have all these people that want... They wanted it to be what it, they wanted it to be. And you know what I mean? Like, people had their yeah. theories and their ideas. And the Force, or Force Awakens, The Last Jedi was really good at not confirming any of those nonsensical fa- yeah. theories. Um, and it, that's what so many people were so mad about was that none of what they thought was true. Oh, Rey's not a, uh, a granddaughter of Obi-Wan Kenobi and Snoke isn't Boba Fett and all this other crap or, you know, it's, like, it's, it's he's, all, he's gone. He's I dead mean, and he's they, gone. They, they, I mean, they killed all this stuff. I don't know why we still have all these stupid Snoke rumors flying around because, right. I mean, they already said Snoke is an original character. He's new. 
no no connection to right. everything previous. It's it's he's there. He's you know he's obviously got some kind of backstory, but it doesn't have anything to do with the old republic, the empire, or anything like that. You know what's crazy is like so think about when when Star Wars originally came out. Yes. All right. So the first glimpse you get of the emperor is just a hologram in empire strikes back what is thy bidding over a, right. his head that's, what is thy that's... bidding my my master yeah. no one's questioning it yeah. it's the emperor you know he's a bad dude and you yeah. know what's going on yes. with that and everything so then you get more of the emperor in return of the jedi yeah um and there's no you, you don't have the backstory and guess what he ends up dying it's the same way as Snow. Yes. He's very powerful. Yep. He's trying to manipulate somebody, yep. and he ends up falling to an apprentice. So yes. in, in that way, very, very similar. So, so. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't understand why all of these these people are freaking out about this stuff. I honestly bl blame a lot of it on the fact that we went back and made the prequels because it gave backstory. So you went back and made the prequels, so now everybody thinks everything has to have Oh, connection. A movie can't yeah. just stand on its own. Yeah, and I think have original characters. Everybody's got to be related to somebody. George, I think you spoiled us. Yeah, I really do. But I mean, and that was well. I mean, that was the other thing too. I mean, the the first, the very first three movies were about Anakin Skywalker. You know, Luke Skywalker. Yeah. And then the first three, you know, the prequels were about Anakin and his fall to the dark side. And right. it, it, that's how it all tied in because the first six movies were just all about the Skywalker family, and that's yeah. it. Now we've got these new characters. Um, forging out on their own which is great because i mean you don't really see i mean when you look at rebels yeah you know the animated show you you see some of the classic characters in there there's connections to them story-wise but not like you know it's it's the rebellion and all that but it's not like you know this is such and such as daughter this is such and such as you know that kind of thing right i mean even though hera is a twi'lek she's not related to um you know, some of these other characters that we've seen before. I mean, right. and, and, you know, it's like I, it's, I look at I look at Star Wars, the, the new trilogy that they're coming out with. You have to look at it in the way that Star Trek, the original series and Star Trek, the next generation are similar because they are Star Trek. Yes. But they are different characters yeah. telling different stories. Yes. Some of the stuff with similar origins, but yeah. not the same. It, yeah. It's really cool when they bring a classic character on, like when they would yep. bring on a DeForest yes, Kelly yes, yes. and stuff like that, yep. but not necessary. It's exactly, and I think a lot of people are kind of missing that with... We're trying to tell with, a new story yeah. in this universe with new characters. And I get that, and and, you know? my, and yeah, and, that, and I like that. Right. My complaint was that I felt like I, I, I wanted it to be more like how George Lucas tells a story. That's right. That was my main concern so my question for you is will you go into the next one not expecting that since you've come to terms with the fact that george is not even in the picture anymore? i i will yeah. um i'm sure though that i mean old habits are hard to break so i'm I sure just, i'm gonna I just, have some stuff to complain about but. i just go yeah <laughs> everybody does i just go into <laughs> i go into like the marvel movies or the star wars movies or the dc movies um, you know, b provided the fact that all the DC films have pretty much been directed by Zack Snyder, yeah. with the exception of Joss Whedon cleaning things up and Justice League didn't even help it. Yeah. And Patty Jenkins doing such an incredible job with Wonder Woman. Yes. Like, so when it's a Zack Snyder, I know what the vision is going to be. I know it's going to be there, similar to you with George Lucas and everything. Mm -hmm. But I like going into, like, these Star Wars movies 
and maybe not knowing, like, I don't know how, how Ryan Johnson is going to tell this story, yeah. you know. So, J.J. Abrams is doing the next one. So, we kind of know how that's going to go, but maybe they're going to dial it back a little bit so it's not so much Force Awakens. Right. And it borrows a little bit because I liked how Ryan did it. I like how it went a little bit more in-depth with the Force, in-depth right. with the characters, and, yeah. you know, a little bit more emotional and dark and stuff like that. I hope that they borrow from that a little bit. I'm I'm hoping that, the, I mean, my, my, my thing is, and I am of the opinion that Dave Filoni should be the heir apparent to the Star Wars universe, simply because he worked so closely with George on Clone Wars and then with Rebels before George left that I feel he's got the, the he knows exactly how the story should be told, how the universe is, is kind of laid out and where, you know, the stories can kind of go in that regards to even the newer characters. I mean, he's done that with, you know, with Kanan and, yeah. you know, with Kanan and Ezra and Hera and Chopper and, 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 and all of that um, on the animated show. And I think I think he would be a great guide for even the live-action movies I'm or the live-action TV show. I, I don't understand why they're not tapping yeah, him in that you, regard. I think they should. It makes you curious, right? Like, oh, so why, why hasn't he done it? Maybe he doesn't want to. Maybe he'd rather tell, like, a long form story than a, than a movie you know what I, I mean, mean that's that is kind of his his more of his forte but i i honestly think if you gave him a trilogy yeah that i mean because they're giving ryan johnson a brand new trilogy right so i get it i'm i'll go see it i mean I new wonder, characters i'll be into it it makes me wonder when when that is when does that take place you know if ryan ryan johnson now did such a good job with the Last Jedi, so he gets three more films. Yeah, like where does it take place? Who you know was that him at the end with that little kid? Is that him establishing? Mm-hmm. You know the his next... his next characters that are coming after this or Maybe. something like yeah. that. You we know kinda, we kind of don't. Know. Um, I just it takes me back to that Darth Vader comic where they say the Force finds its way into other things. Doesn't have to be the Sith. Doesn't have to be the Jedi. The Force will find its way into right. other things. So yeah. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting moving forward. We got a lot of Star Wars coming our way. Yeah, um, including Star Wars Land, which will be completed next year yep. at Disney. Yes, and thankfully, Catherine will be uh, in a couple of years old enough to uh, I know, remember, it's... and then that's where basically I'm going to be going to Disney with my family. Yeah, I'm. I've already got it planned. We're going to spend at least four days there. Okay, three of which are going to be with my family. Oh, and then one, one day, day by is, yourself. I don't know where you guys are going. I'm going over there to Star Wars Land. That's where you can to find me. Immerse I'll have yourself. My phone. I'll have my phone. Yeah. You know, if there's an emergency, call me. Otherwise, I'll meet you for dinner. Right. You exactly. know that kind of thing. So yeah, that's that's how it's, it's gonna, gonna be go. Fun. Yeah. It's gonna yeah. be fun. Oh, fun yeah. rides. Um, I, I mean, that's pretty much all we had on the list uh, in regards to to you know to everything going on. Yeah. We're. I mean, obviously we. It was kind of slim pickings, really, simply because we, you know, we're just coming out of the holiday, yeah. and now we're back up to strength. Our shows are, our shows are our coming shows back too. Our shows are restarting. Too. Yeah, Supergirl just started up last night. Gifted started last night. Or um, Gifted ended last night. It was the finale. Oh, that's right. It was the finale because it yeah. was a mid-season kind of thing. Yep. So, oh man, what's that going to happen? I mean, yeah. oh, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. I do. You got to watch it. I know. Lots of shades of X-Men in there. <laughs> nice. Lots of shades of X-Men. I'm. I'm my, I, and as I was watching it today, my thing was I wanted so badly, so badly, because there was so much going on, I wanted so badly for just one character to flash eyes yellow and be like, oh, Mystique, ah, you know, yeah, that, that kind was... of thing. That's that's kind of what I was, I was right. you know, hoping to get. Well, but... 
May you never know. You no. never, you never know. Yeah. You never know. We'll have to see how the movies work out for him. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that goes with Dark Phoenix and everything else. So, all right. Uh, so, if you want to find us, you know where. Well, you should be able to know where to find us by now. iTunes, Podcastpedia, uh, Stitcher, as well as the iHeartRadio app, and uh, you know YouTube. We got a YouTube channel. Uh, that you can watch all the uh, live streams while we're recording and then watch them again later on when you want to. So uh, go check it out and uh, follow us on Twitter, Geek Show Radio. For myself and BJ, stay geeky. Stay geeky.